When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? Well, Tom, in the words of the immortal Jimmy Brooks from Degrassi, here's what I have to say. Don't talk to me, you slut. Did you hear that? Uh, did he say, don't talk to me, slut? He did say that. Okay. It's, <laughs> sometimes over the Zoom, it's a little kooky, but I'm glad we got that in there. Uh, I was in his top 10 best moments. <laughs> in the it was him saying, don't talk to me, you slut. Um, so. I mean, I feel like we got to get our, our guest in right off the bat to discuss. Uh, but So our guest today is Lily Michelle. Thank you for being on the show, Lily. And we're talking about Drake. Thank you Drake. for having me. That uh, that was of course Drake's character from Degrassi. Now was he wheels in Degrassi? He he did uh, eventually become wheelchair bound, but he was not. At the they didn't of the call show. him wheels. No, <laughs> no. Maybe my he college roommate just called him wheels, which yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is fucked up. So just know I didn't mean anything offensive. I legitimately thought that was his name in the show. <laughs> Uh, he said, I would just love if you like met Drake one time and you're like, I loved your character Wheels. <laughs> Very meaningful to me. Did you guys watch Degrassi? Of I course I it. did. Mm. Oh my god, it was the best show. I didn't get into it until I was in college because my my roommate Lauren was really into it. She thought it was hilarious because it's so melodramatic mm-hmm. and it's yeah. it's true. It's really funny. But uh, that is how I got to know Drake. Is I'm sure. Uh, many people did before he became a rapper and, uh, yeah. Did you, so you were a big Degrassi kid, Michelle or Lily? <laughs> I have, yeah, I want to, I want to address something right off the, right off the top, uh, that it will explain why I'm a little uh, foggy today. Uh, many people, they say that everyone has a book in them. Well, I have a novel coronavirus. That is, <laughs> I, I do have uh, COVID and uh, it sucks. And uh, I, you know, a lot of people would say, Hey, why didn't you take the week off? And I begged Tommy to let me off this week. And he cracked the whip. <laughs> he said, you think Pete Holmes takes a week off? You think guys <laughs> we sad? fucked takes a week off. <laughs> and so uh, we must crack on. He said, I've also been watching a lot of Love Island, which is why I just oh said we have to God. crack no, on. No, you said crack on, and I love, like, I watched two seasons of Love Island at the same time. Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah, been there. It gets too confusing. Uh, my fiance it's loves it, so and good. she's done that before where new episodes are coming, and then you watch the other season while you're waiting for the new yeah, episode. Yeah, exactly. And it gets too confusing. I have a problem where I forget every character the second they're not in front of me in the show. <laughs> Like, as soon as the season's over, I don't remember any of the people anymore, which is good. I think it's good that my brain empties out like that. But, you know, <laughs> while it's happening. What season are you watching? We're watching the current season right now. We oh, watch it on Daily Motion. Seven? Yeah, I think that's oh, it. So With Jake so and uh, Liberty Bell. And, uh, yeah. yeah. What do you think about Jake? I think he's full of shit. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I think I he sucks. I don't know. I just, I think they're so good together. You I, know? Have you, are you caught up? No, well, I'm not uh, caught up see. in the UK. I'm caught up on Hulu. See, we watched on Daily Motion, so we're caught up. You're gonna find out. Jake's a piece of shit. I, I think you'll, <gasps> I think you'll agree uh, when you catch up. But okay. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, I mean, you did, but <laughs> yeah, well, kind of. But I mean, it's also uh, the dumbest fucking show ever. <laughs> it's hard to. Uh, it is. Yeah, you'll see. Um, anyways, wait, how did you get COVID? 
See, that's an interesting question. Uh, I because I only hung out with Tommy, and he's been going to these warehouse parties. <laughs> and uh, no, I I don't know because it's New York. I could have got it on the train. I could have gotten the you know at a show or something. I don't know. But luckily, uh, so far nobody that I, I I wasn't really in contact with a lot of people. Once I I mean once I had symptoms, I wasn't in contact with anybody. But uh even leading up to that it was pretty much only tommy and a couple of other friends and all of them seem to be good so far and even my fiance hasn't gotten it so we'll see um uh, but yeah it's 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 uh it's not a good uh disease it's it turns out it does suck um but you know i'm still do you feel do you feel kind of lame because you got it in 2021 yeah, I got the yes, I got the like second tier version. It's like when yeah. it feels like when I was a kid and in our second grade class they had like this group of spent like the advanced kids and then they made a second group of advanced kids and I got in that but we weren't we didn't get to join the other group. It was yeah. uh fucked up. It's like when my mom you remember Heelys, like the shoe mm-hmm. with the wheel? Yes. I wanted it when I was a kid and then my mom got it for me when I was in 8th grade and I was like <laughs> it's not yep. cool anymore. Yep, too late. <laughs> Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not great, but um, I am vaccinated and stuff, so it's not. It could be worse, and I'm coming out of it. So, I mean, I'm well enough to podcast, or you guys be the judge. I might be crazy. Um, so, I mean, you called me Michelle, so clearly you're. I did call you Michelle. That was fucked up. Um, (laughs) Lily, you're so you're from Toronto, right? Is that true? Yeah, so, born and so raised in Toronto. Prime audience for Degrassi and Drake. Yeah, no, I like knew Drake before Drake. You know, like it was like I just remember growing up with Degrassi, and then also I played tennis with like a group of people, and one of the people I played tennis with went to high school with Drake. Oh shit! So I got to hear like Drake 101, which was his first mixtape. He was like, yo, listen to my friend. And I was like, whatever, your friend's a loser. (laughs) (laughs) The wheels? (laughs) I don't want to listen to wheels, this mixtape, okay? What is he saying, dumb slut in it? No, thank you. (laughs) And then what was funny is that he came to the clubhouse one day and he had a VHS of like a commercial they had to shoot for like a project, a school project. So I, I, it's on YouTube now, but it's like Drake doing like this school project video. And it's just like such a big part of my childhood because we watched it so many times. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, no, I love Drake and I, I would die for Drake. Drake, <laughs> is, Drake is everything to me. Drake put Toronto on the map. So it's like uh, he can do no wrong, even though he does a lot of wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I, I don't even know. Do, Tommy, do we, do we even get into it? The things that he's done wrong. I mean, yeah, we, I mean, <laughs> I think again, we have to. Let's get we have into to talk it. about it. Yeah, yeah. The Millie, Bobby, Millie Bobby Brown, Billy Eilish. She's texting underage girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Some grooming allegations. There's yep. all that stuff going on. Yeah, absolutely, and that's not okay. But in his defense, you know, he did pick the hottest of the ones. <laughs> we call this the Tommy Mac defense. <laughs> 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 so you know he has good taste he's really good Jesus taste Christ. Oh my God. the views of lily michelle do not <laughs> reflect those uh, stand by your band um, kidding, I think it's wrong. <laughs> um yeah that's uh yeah so the, now we've addressed it <laughs> did he ever say anything about it there's a video also of him pulling that girl up on stage and kissing her when after she says she's underage yeah, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that video, but also Georgia Smith from the UK, like he was like hooking up with her when she was 17. And then like SZA, I think, or Summer Walker was like in one of his mixtapes. He's like, we've known each other since 09. And she's like, yeah, I was underage. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Um, Yeah. So now that stuff is addressed, uh, you know, not not good. It really fell away, too. Yes. I think think we really covered it and uh, we took him to task. (laughs) <laughs> yeah we're not letting him up no 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 not at all uh no yeah i that stuff really made me sick and i uh i hope that uh you know people are uh, aware and you know i don't know i hope he's not doing this shit anymore it's it's fucking weird 
and uh fucked up but i don't want to we can't spend the entire episode talking about it i we gotta we gotta move on here i i gotta tell you i i'm like uh i i was a recent uh i i was not on board with drake when he first came out i think because of degrassi i viewed him as like oh who's this fucking lame like child actor who's who's rapping now (laughs) And my intro to him that I, the first thing I remember from him is he was on the soundtrack for 2K11 and it was that song where he's like, that's right, that's right, I'm doing me. And I fucking oh, hated yeah. it so much because it would be playing all the time. And I, uh, my ex like loved him and I don't know why, but I was just like, I don't get what is the hype with this guy. I thought he was, I didn't like how he sounded. And then we moved to New York. And Hotline Bling came out, and I remember there was a night, Tommy and I moved to New York together, and there was one night where we all went out, and Tommy, this was when I met Headphones Tommy, which is a character that (laughs) happens at a point in the night when Tommy gets drunk, and he puts his headphones on, even when he's with people, (laughs) and and just listens to music, and we realized he was just listening to Hotline Bling over and over again. Oh my god, it was the song of the summer. (laughs) We also were playing it in the apartment, and uh, it, it yeah, really it's already on out. in the background. And you're like, oh, I just really want to <laughs> have it's a moment so with Drake. <laughs> I think that song wasn't good until Trump did his parody of it on SNL. <laughs> that was when it really took off for me. Yes, I don't even. You were just re- I never to the Trump parody. <laughs> I didn't watch the uh, that episode, but was what did it, what were the lyric changes? He, like, no, do you remember any keys? He didn't sing it. He it was the song was just playing, and he was like recreating the video. That was uh, the thing, if oh, I, I remember see. correctly. Yes. It was so super funny. Who um, was the music? Was Drake the musical guest on the Trump episode? Uh, that is a no good idea. question. I gotta look this up because I never thought about this until just now. Uh, yeah, it's just him like dancing in a room, like the video looks like. Oh, I see. Joke. Yeah, I miss. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, oh my god, it was Sia. <laughs> That's Donald wild. Trump and Sia. That's so fucking weird. Hell, if I shared the I, deal with him, I wouldn't want people to see my face. Either, <laughs> so I really want to hear his introduction of Sia. Damn it, I don't know how to find that. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, for another time, I'm sure it's. Uh, I mean, I can't believe I haven't seen that before. But uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, yeah. I that that album though I really liked. I was I was very much into into Hotline Bling and then it's just a string of hits. Oh, I nice I mean some of them are on your playlist so I don't want to get it too into it and I had to re- I had to recognize that I was being a hater. <laughs> and that's the conclusion. You I've actually right now you look like you're like coming to terms with the fact that you like Drake. No, I <laughs> I, like, I definitely He has the hits, I know. <laughs> <laughs> It might be a side effect of the COVID. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Uh, Tommy, what's your what's your history with Drake? So I actually Drake actually performed at my college. Like it was right after uh, "Best I Ever Had" came out. So he was like he had a big hit song, but he wasn't like mega star yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember like, it was like it was in that era where his concert every song was a minute and a half because he was playing a lot of songs he was a feature on so like he couldn't fill the full three minutes so he was <laughs> kind of like do that thing you know yeah um but i remember thinking he was really cool and i remember this is like the stupidest thing when you're in college but he came on stage wearing a sweatshirt of the college he nice. wore, like a holy cross sweatshirt and i was like oh he loves holy cross <laughs> <laughs> he's got the sweatshirt on this is so cool like, <laughs> As if he didn't do that at every single show. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I remember it being a very cool show, all that aside. And uh, I was always a big fan. I mean, definitely more. I don't really listen to him as much now, but like, definitely in college, I was really into Drake songs a lot. Hell yeah. Um, that's Lily, have you seen him live? Yeah. How was it? I did. So I went to, you remember when Drake and Future like had an album and they went on tour together? So I went to the concert where they were together and I went for Drake, but... I fell in love with Future. I, 
it's just he's such like his energy i'm like i want to fuck this guy like he's so <laughs> hot and then i was just like mesmerized like they were on stage together and i was looking at future and i was like i'm betraying everyone in my life by doing this like <laughs> i'm betraying my canadianness but i mean i still love drake but future is really hot so it's like hard to that's a conflict but, yeah <laughs> but it was a fun concert i mean he's so entertaining live and like i don't know i just I love the guy. He's fucked up. He does fucked up things. <laughs> mm-hmm. But his music is so good. Like one of the songs I sent, which is nice for what, is like truly an anthem song that I listen to whenever I'm like, I kind of want to like get pumped up. Like I'll listen Absolutely. to Nice For What. I like, think we should go ahead song. and listen to Nice For What. That is a that's a go to for me now too. I I can't get enough of it. Uh it's I can't if either. I'm ever like I'm trying to get fucking pumped up right now, I will put on nice for what. And you know what? I'm trying to get pumped up right now cuz my immune system is failing and uh no. <laughs> uh, here's here's nice for what. I want to know who motherfucking representing it here tonight. Hello, hello. Banger. Yes. It's such a good song. Killer. Killer. It's so good. Um, yeah, that one is that's a go to. He's just got so many fucking bangers. Uh the Kiki Do You Love Me song was is fun too. Oh yeah, that's a good song. It's just Did like you- every time it ha- like he comes on, <clears throat> I like lose my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I will literally like not be dancing at all, like in the corner of the bar, and then nice for what, or like any Drake song will come on, and I'm in the middle of the dance floor, and I'm not a good dancer. I just love <laughs> Drake. Yeah, I mean it's it's undeniable. Some of these songs are just undeniable. Like they're they're so fun. The beat is cool. He has a cool voice. He just seems cool, except for you know the shit that he he the <laughs> the criticism he gets uh is it seems to be that he doesn't write his shit and that it's or that it's like made for him and stuff like that is it what do you is that true i don't know i don't know i mean i think he does have help and like when you're you're that famous like it's like the same when like a big comic like schumer goes on the road it's like people are helping her write her jokes it's not like she's doing it all on her own and then it's funny how there's this criticism of Drake not writing his own music. But if you listen, if you go to like Beyonce's album, like Lemonade, mm-hmm. it's none of them were written by her. They were Man. all written by other people. And we do like, not she was, like, need producing. the Bayhive coming at us right now. <laughs> I have a lot of problems. But I love, I love Beyonce. But what I'm saying is that like, once you get to a certain level, you have a team of people that are going to help you out and people that, that want to write songs for you. And they're going to be bops and you're going to be like, I have to put this out there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, back to back, which is Drake's diss song, is such a good diss song that I'm like, I don't think he had a team of writers for that. I think that came from his heart of just like fuck Meek Mill and like. Damn, he has so many. I watched a video that was just like about all his feuds with rappers. It seems like a lot. Like, yeah, <laughs> it seems like every single popular rapper has a one time had a beef mm-hmm. with Drake. So it's funny yeah. that like 
literally like it was like a 15 minute video and every 30 seconds it was a new one and Damn. I was like, this is crazy what were what were some highlights because i was just looking at that too i know i knew of the push a t one and meek oh mill God, but i didn't t one was wild yeah well i wanted to play uh yeah part of that because i remember hearing the push a t diss track about him and i wanted to play that part the, the part that became the most famous where he reveals that drake had a son <laughs> <laughs> which is so crazy that that happened in a yes song. it was wild um but that was yeah there was that one there was chris brown and him were like throwing bottles at each other in a club fighting over rihanna there was uh, i mean if if rihanna is at stake i would throw bottles (laughs) anything for her you know i found a thing where he was saying that or it was like he revealed that he was never actually in love with rihanna because of and he figured that out because of a conversation he had with will smith which i don't (laughs) it was one of the saddest conversations i can imagine i don't understand why the smith jada and will have become the therapists of all of these celebrities they're like why don't you come to the red table okay (laughs) and then we'll talk about it (laughs) it's like insane to me Okay, now I'm connected. Now I can do this. Hell so this yeah. is when Pusha T revealed that Drake has a secret son. Drop my fiance. Let him know who you chose as your Beyonce. Sophie knows better as your baby mother. Cleaned her up for IG, but the stench is on her. A baby's involved. It's deeper than rap. We talking character. Let me keep with the facts. You are hiding a child. Let that boy come home. Deadbeat motherfucker playing Border Patrol. That is so Damn. crazy. You were hiding a son. Let that boy come home. That is <laughs> That's crazy. insane. I remember when that came out and I was just like on my phone. I think it was like on the subway. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Like what? Like he couldn't even respond to that. Like it's like he got you. Like yeah. I've never seen someone get got like that. I forget. What did Drake say after that? Did he just say he was trying to hide him for like to protect him? I, f- I feel yeah, like I b- vaguely like remember some sort of cop out. I feel like if I had gossip that good and I was trying to write a diss track, I could not like do rhyme. No, you'd be too like giddy. He would start and be like, "You have a fucking son. Hide <laughs> <laughs> your son." It's so good, man. Pusha T is so cool. He is. It's hard not to rip for Pusha T because he is the coolest guy in the world. Too. Yeah, so cool. But the the Meek Mill beef too. It's like every time they beef with Drake, they always end up making up. Yes. Mm. But I did hear that when Meek Mill went to Toronto, Drake like rented out the hotel room above him and just blasted back to back until Meek left. Oh wow! <laughs> Was so, it? He's petty. That is petty. Wait, was what's the story? Did Drake buy t- concert tickets? To, was he involved in that story of like buying a whole concert? That out? was that was Fifty Cent and Ja Rule. That's uh, right. It was Fifty Cent yeah, and Ja Rule. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's the it's pettiest funny. one ever, which I yeah, love. That is. Um, there was the the Drake and Tyga had one, and then because I remember oh, yeah. Drake had that line where he was like, "You need to act your age and not your girl's age." Where it's like, Drake, you got to look in the mirror. Yep, <laughs> like, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, not um, a good line for. Yeah, not a good the line. The thing with Drake, also, like, I just went back to Toronto like a couple weeks ago, and I was talking to my friend who, like, my best friend who lives there, and she's like, "Yeah, I mean, he runs this city. Like, if Drake and his crew pull up anywhere in Toronto, tables are cleared. They get whatever they want. They run that city. If you see five Escalades going down a street, that's Drake and his crew. Like." It's like the mafia in like the eighties <laughs> in New York. Like they, they do sketchy shit. They run that city. Like Drake's crew will be out partying in Toronto and then pick up girls and take them back to Drake's house for them. Damn, damn. And how are the and views then, from the six? That's my interview question. Him, that picture of him on the CN Tower like creeps me out. It's too high up there, Drake. Yeah. You're gonna get hurt. No, I've. <laughs> I've been to the CN Tower so many times, and the CN Tower has like a glass floor too. So I've been like there. Down. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up how scary that is. It's creepy. But also, while yeah, I was I up mean, there, I found out my car got towed in New York, and I was like, "Well, I'm literally as far away from that as I can be. <laughs> I am so <laughs> high off the ground." <laughs> uh, yeah, I, so um, do you guys remember like there was like a blackout in 2005 that like hit the East uh, Coast? uh i that yeah i remember that yeah 
So I was at the top of the CN Tower when that happened. Wow. <laughs> and oh Toronto's God. power went out. And I was with all of my relatives from Iran decided to visit. So that's oh, why we were at the shit. CN Tower. And the power went out and it was a hot fucking day. Oh, and God. my dad was like, all right, we're going to pretend your grandfather's sick and that we need to go get his medicine. So we went straight to the front of the line and we were like, his medicine's in the car. We need to get it to him right now. And we got down. But I was like, we could have been trapped at the CN Tower for literally hours if my dad didn't do that. Wow. Damn. So everybody else was trapped up there for hours? I know, but we weren't. And that's the important part. <laughs> that's crazy. What? How did you guys get down, though, if the power was out? There was one elevator that was working. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. Was it still um, rotating? Is it rotating? Did yeah, it still that, rotate even with the power? Yeah. I don't know if that's power related. Oh, when the power went out? No, it stopped rotating. Yeah. But it still Weird. rotates if you go like now. Oh, I know. Like, yeah. No, yeah. I, that's, yeah, I know. I meant <laughs> the power outage stop it from rotating. Oh yeah, it, did. it for sure did. <laughs> um, wait, I have a really quick thing before we get to the next song because I found a Drake super fan quiz um, that I want you to take really quickly. So, oh, I'm scared. I think you're going to be fine based on like, I just saw what the first question was, and each question you can get a hint and what the hint is, uh, and I think it's going to be very easy. So, okay. What first one? Where was Drake born? Now here are the options: Seattle, Los Angeles, New York City, and Toronto. Toronto. Do, wait, do you want the hint? <laughs> There's yeah, a hint too. If you click on hint, it says he is from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and it lists three American cities and went. Okay, That's question insane. two. <laughs> what year was Drake born? Oh, I know mm. this one. <laughs> I want to say like 86 or 87. Ooh. Well, give her the hint. Even though she already got it. So I think the website is broken because when I click hint, it just says again, he is from Canada. <laughs> um, but you did you did get it right, though. It was 1986. Awesome. Okay, what is Drake's full name? I'm going to try and refresh this to get the new hints while you... While you uh... It's Aubrey Drake Graham. That is yeah. correct. You don't mm-hmm. even need the clues. I am curious what the, clue, what the hint was on that one. How, how could they even <laughs> give a hint Canada. on that one? Yeah, he is <laughs> That is what it says right now. <laughs> um, Tom, you play another song while I, re- while I get this All right. going. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's do... Maybe we could do our, uh, our regular segment because we do have a voicemail and I don't want to get too far ahead. And uh, this will chew up a couple minutes <laughs> for that to refresh. Uh, we do a regular segment on the show where we go to our friend and foe of the show, Jared Thompson, the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana. Uh, he's our resident snob. He often hates most of what we talk about on the show. So I'm curious what he'll have to say about Drake. I don't know. I'm really curious. I don't, I've never heard him talk about Drake once. So here we go. Here's uh, Here's our regular segment. They went to Jared. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, y'all? It's this week's they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Drake. So I do feel like I'm wading into some dangerous waters here because I definitely don't know anything about rap usually. And especially if the guest does, like, I don't want to, you know, I definitely don't know what I'm saying. But I will say just from like a cultural standpoint, like not necessarily musically, but from a cultural standpoint. And in fact, I don't know if this is a defense or um an appreciation because I think that pretty well most everyone agrees that Drake is good, like musically, right? But I will say that, like, he, I, it does seem hard to believe that it's good only because he does seem like he's so dorky. Like, maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like that he's like just a real nerdy guy. I don't know if that's true, but like, in sort of the sneakerhead world, like he's kind of viewed as really like high end because he's had some really great 
um, you know, like Nike, uh, uh, like N- Nike and Jordan stuff, and his collabs. With, uh, he does a thing called Nocta, which is uh, I've got a couple pieces, and it's it's cool. But I just it's weird to me. Like I just would assume that it would be sort of like how we view like um, I don't know, like um, like uh, Macklemore. Like it just seems like that it would be like only like kind of like dorky white people would listen to Drake, but, and maybe that is true. That's the thing. I don't really know that much about it, but certainly from like a streetwear and sneaker standpoint, he's great. I don't know that I've ever heard his music, frankly, and I'm sure that I have, I just didn't know, but, um, he does seem a little dorky to me. So anyway, all right, I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. All right, you heard it here. Jared thinks he's a fucking dork. Um. (laughs) (laughs) What do you say to that, Lily? I just think, okay, listen, Drake is from Canada, so I think that sets him apart in the rap world, so it's easy, because, like, even South Park, like, you constantly shit on Canada, and that's fine, like, we're used to it, but at the same time, like, if you go to Canada, like, he's the king of Canada. Like, it's, like... (laughs) He's the coolest there. Like, you can't beat that. Like, if you're to, as a girl, if you date Drake, you're going to be the coolest girl in Toronto. Like, there's no doubt about it. But I think compared to, like, the rappers here and, like, the their appeal of, like, growing up in America and, like, the different backgrounds that they have, it's so different. So it's, like... I don't know. I just don't think you should judge Canadians like that. <laughs> 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 We're nice people. And he, you know, he's a trendsetter in so many different ways. And he experiments with his music and he, it's a very multicultural place. And so I know that his crew is made up of different people. Like he has Arabs there. He also has like Ethiopians in his group. Like he is so like Jamaicans, it's the big Island population too. So it's like, there's so many different influences in who he is in his music that, to me, it's not dorky because I think that he gets to like expand everyone's horizons because he's so popular. Um, speaking of the like multicultural background, I think it's interesting that I mean I'm sure people know this already, but of course he is half. Uh, his mom is Jewish and his uh, his dad is black, and he uh, they separated when he was really young, and he talks about like how that impact his life a lot. But I found a weird thing about uh, so his dad. Uh, is in the states. He's in Memphis, and uh, they argued because uh, his dad claims that uh, Drake Drake's assertions of him being an absent father were embellishments used to sell records, which Drake vehemently denies. But uh, apparently, his dad was uh, in Canadian Canadian music group Arkell's music video Drake's dad, which I watched. And it's weird where it's like. They just are like, we met Drake's dad, and then it's just Drake's dad is in the video, and it's like, it's 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 worth watching just because it's it's not a bad song, but it's uh it's funny that his dad is like, I'm in your life, and now I'm in this video about how people met me, um yeah, but yeah, it's so he's got an interesting an interesting background, and it's like, it's hard to tell what his like legit background stuff is. I think he deals a lot with like. Cre- like credibility that he came up hard and i i think yeah. that that's where people sometimes think he's a little bit mm-hmm. lame um yeah. It, yeah i don't know i mean the thing with the dad too it's like i think when people get famous like the parents are like no i never treated them bad like megan mm-hmm. markle's dad like the day of her wedding was like telling like tmz like she didn't even call me like it's like no, I think your dad wants some publicity at that point. Like, yeah. he's going into someone yeah. else's music video. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, he grew up in, like, Forest Hills in Toronto, which is, like, not a bad area. It's, like, not Jane and Finch, which is, like, the rough part of Toronto. Mm-hmm. So he didn't grow up in, like, the worst. He didn't grow up in the projects, like, he wants to make it seem. Like, he yeah. grew up in a nice house, and his mom's very nice to him, and he had a good job, and, like... But I understand that, like, you know, it wasn't the easiest lifestyle, especially right. if your dad wasn't present. Yeah, of course. But, you know, like, I remember when I was a kid, too, Much Music, which is, like, our MTV. I, we, we had Much Music. I mean, really? I know it's it's I know it's Canadian, but, yeah, we had that for some reason. That was, like, a channel on our, uh, on our cable package for some reason. 
or maybe so I just awesome. had to ask, access to it. It was like a, I mean, it was like one of those where if no videos that I liked were on MTV, MTV2, or VH1, or Fuse at the time, I'd be like, let's see what Much is happening. Let's see what Much is doing. <laughs> but he had he did this thing on Much Music um, where when he was on Degrassi, like they did a tour of his house. And I remember watching it. And I remember the house and everything. And he had the basement, and mm-hmm. that was his room. And then he was like, yeah, and this is like my little studio. And I like, I want to be a rapper. So like, this is where like I mix my beats. And I remember watching that as a kid, knowing him as wheels from Degrassi. And I was like, (laughs) and I was like, this guy's never going to make it as a rapper. What does he think he is? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so back to the quiz really quick. So I found the hint for what year it was Drake born. The The options were 90, 79, 93, and 86. And the hint was in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> so Drake's full name, you got it, was Aubrey Drake Graham. The other options are Dracus Marshall Mathers. Oh, God. Drake Dizzy George and Drake J. Carter. And the hint... His first name isn't what you think it is. Oh, God. <laughs> so they just give it straight to you. That's is this it. BuzzFeed? This is zoo.com. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. where we get all of our news. <laughs> Next question. Uh, this is the $32,000 question. What religion was he raised into? Buddhist, Hindu, Catholic, or Jewish? Jewish. Let's look at the hint. Oh, okay. This one's actually interesting. The hint is his mom was Jewish and his dad was Catholic. Yeah. Those are both options. So it's but, both. Yeah. But I Jewish think. is correct. But he was yeah. he had like a bar mitzvah and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. What was his first famed role? A character on Degrassi, a lead <laughs> in the movie Eight Mile, singing with Rihanna, or tour support with Jay-Z? Degrassi. Hint, a TV show. There was only <laughs> one TV show in there. <laughs> What was his character's name on Degrassi? Tom, this one might be tough for you. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, Trevor, Artemis, or Marshall? Oh, yeah, I know. Jimmy. Yeah, now I know. Wait, the hint starts with a J. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, what year? When did he sign his first record deal? 1990. <laughs> he was born in 86, as we already know from the quiz. So he was four years old. <laughs> 1994, 1999, or 2009? 2009. Hint, 2000. Wow, this is, this is insane. Crazy. And that was with, uh, was that with Lil Wayne? Or, or is yeah. it that he, yeah, he got called up to like Young join Wayne. his tour? Yeah. yeah. Um, this one I do not know the answer to. Uh, what did his father do? The options are he was a janitor, he was a drummer, he taught kindergarten, or he was a cop. I want to say janitor. I, th- I think he was a musician, wasn't he? So the hint is he also had talent. Also a musician. <laughs> so he was a He was a talented uh, janitor. He was the inspiration <laughs> so for... So he was a, beautiful- a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the fucking movie? Good Will Hunting. Good Will Hunting. I almost had a beautiful mind. <laughs> All right. What celebration did he have at 13? Birthday, oh my baptism God. or quinceanera? Quinceanera. <laughs> and once again, his mom was Jewish. <laughs> oh, my God. This might go on too long. Let's do one more. Yeah, um, yeah. Who was Drake's first agent? His Degrassi co-star, his mom, his classmate's father, or he's never had an agent? I want to say his mom. Hint a connection through school. <laughs> okay. Sounds like it was the classmates' dad. dad. Now, if they were being clever, that could have been Degrassi also. That's true. It was yeah. a school. Nope. <laughs> but I think we but, uh, know that they're not very clever. <laughs> <laughs> this quiz is like 50 questions, so I'll stop. But yeah. I mean, I still can't get over the listing the American cities and then one Toronto city. (laughs) He's from Canada. Uh, All right, shall we? So, shall we hear some more music? Let's uh, let's go to the next song on this playlist here, which is, of course, uh, starting from the bottom. Let's hear some. This is. This is a go-to pump-up song for me now, too. This is, oh, like, yeah. way up there. Anytime anything good happens, uh, I, I love popping this bad boy on. And uh, 
Here is Start It From The Bottom. That song's fucking awesome. Woof. That one's fun to roll around to. Yeah, that to roll around. Are you making another wheels reference? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh that is a another good banger. Good time. Yeah. That's uh so so fucking good. Um oh I can take this off now. Uh yeah, that one's uh that's a that's just a legendary legendary pump up song. Uh, Drake yeah, like rev- if that comes on, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> uh, Drake reveals on the song a frustration that because he didn't come out of the ghetto like some other rappers, he is portrayed as never having struggled. Boys tell stories about the man he spits. Say I never struggled. wasn't hungry. Yeah, I doubt it. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, you know, he wants people to know that it wasn't easy for him either. But uh, it, this won Best Video at the 2013 BET Awards. Um, yeah, it's it's fucking killer. This is the first time I've ever seen the video. I watched it. T- I'd never watched the video. I watched it today. It's great. It's like yeah, kinda, it's, a it's fun video. It's very it's silly. With his friends. Yeah, it's goofy as hell. It's and a good I also time. that's what I really like respect about Drake and respect about any celebrity that makes it is when they keep their friends from when they start. Yeah. Because there's so many people that you see that like make it and then drop their friends and they're like 35, 40 making new friends every couple weeks. And you're like, you're a crazy yep. person. Yep. I know some of those. Um, Seems yeah, as if Drake has no new friends. <laughs> yeah. I, I tweeted this, but he said no new friends and then all of his friends are being born as we speak. <laughs> they're, they're, they're very new, <laughs> new, new people. In fact, um, all I right. do wonder if he'll ever get married. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you know? Like, he seems so like an many, eternal. Like, if you have access to that many girls, right? Tommy, you know what that's like. <laughs> 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 um, Tommy, would you mind taking over playing the uh, the music here? Just because my uh, my phone battery is killing me here. But I can I can play still here real fast. Okay, um, cool, yeah. So I got this still one. Still here, I want to just say, is an anthem to every Canadian. Um, <laughs> and and okay, so I was the night Biden won. I went to a rooftop dance thing, and Gavin Matz, who's also he's Canadian, yes. he's a comic, still here came on, and me and Gavin lost our minds. We. <laughs> We were rapping as if it was our song that we wrote together. Like it was like it's a big thing for every Canadian. Like it's such a it's such an anthem. Hell yeah. And uh me and Tommy after when on the day Biden went after we were done at the protest of uh of that, um we <laughs> we also listened to that. Uh no, here's uh here's still here. Yeah. Being on my, yeah, me, yeah, me and all my niggas doing well, doing well, dawg, you not from the city, I could tell, I could tell, dawg, did it, did it, did it by myself, by myself, dawg, blew up and I'm in the city still, I'm still here, dawg, how did I finesse all of this shit from Jane and Weston, girls all in my bed and they don't trip off first impression, girls all in your bed and they just ask a hundred questions, I can't fuck with you no more cause you be acting extra, do your favorite rapper like my son, like my son, no, nothing mutual. 
I never heard that one. Yeah, this was my first time hearing it today too. It was it was great. It's so good. I love it. I also like a lot of people say that Views is not a good album, but it's my favorite Drake album. Damn favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite Drake album. I love every song on it, like Child's Play, Feel No Ways, uh, Keep the Family Close. It's just like all, it's like once you listen to an album front to back and you're like, okay, I get it. And it's such a like, there's so many like Western Road flows, like it's all Toronto based and it's like so many references. So it does feel like a piece, like he, he keeps Canada relevant in a way that no one ever has. Like Justin Bieber really never cared. Is he, um, is he from Mendes Toronto too? Care. He's Bieber? from Stanton, which is like a little bit outside of Toronto, but right. he would come to Toronto all the time. Nice. Hell yeah. You ever go to Guelph? I've been through Guelph, yeah. <laughs> I, so I, I'm just like recalling all this shit. Cause I, was, I spent like two or three weeks in Toronto because I did the Just for Laughs like road show. And uh, the... Di- the tour date that I was looking forward to the most was Guelph, just because I was like, what a disgusting name for a town. <laughs> I know. It's such a bad name. <laughs> Guelph. I said that it sounded like an, uh, something that, uh, what's the name of the guy from the Jinx? Robert Durst. It sounds like a Robert Durst <laughs> noise. <laughs> like, like, Guelph killed them all. <laughs> Guelph spelled wrong. <laughs> uh, so next we're going, we're going back to the early Drake. We're going to 2010. When men could be men, and this was the best <laughs> <I> ever. <laughs> What's for you, baby? You my everything. You all I ever wanted. We could do it real big, bigger than you ever done it. You be up on everything. Other hoes ain't never on it. I want this forever. I swear I can spend whatever on it. Cause she hold me down every time I hit her. When I get right, I promise that we gon' live it up. She made me pay for it. No, you got a roommate. Call me when there's no one there. Put the key under the mat and you know I be over there. I be over there. Shout it, I be over there. I be hitting all the spots that you ain't even know was there. Damn. That one's hard to turn off. Yeah. Such a it's so good. It's mm-hmm. so good. Like every song, like I'm getting hyped up. I'm like ready to go work out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that one is. Uh, that one's good too. I mean, I can't. I can't deny these. They're fucking good. Um, All right, we got two left, yeah, and they're both bangers. It. Hell yeah! Next, we're going to take care, which I think is my favorite Drake album. And, it's a, uh, a great album. Yeah, this is uh, the motto. I'm the fucking man. Y'all don't get it, do you? Type of money, everybody acting like they know you. Go uptown, New York City, bitch. Some Spanish girls love me like I'm out with Twitter. Tell Uncle Luke I'm out in Miami, too. Clubbing hard, fucking women, ain't much to do. Wrist playing, got a condo up on Biscayne. Still getting brain from a thing, ain't shit changed. How you feel, how you feel, how you feel? 25 sitting on 25 mil, huh? I'm in the building and I'm feeling myself. Rest in peace, Mac Dre. I'ma do it for the pay, okay? Getting paid, we'll holler whenever that stops. My team good, we don't really need a mascot. Tell tune, light one, pass it like a relay. YMC and B, you niggas more YMCA. Me, Franny and Molly Mall at the cribbo. Shackles at the Nico J and Chubb, shot the gibbo. We got Santa Margarita by the leader. She know even if I'm fucking with her, I don't really need her. Oh, that's how you feel, man, that's really how you feel. Cause the pimpin' nice cold, all these bitches wanna chill. I mean, maybe she won't, and again, maybe she will, I can almost guarantee she know the deal, real nigga, what's up? Now she want a photo, you already know though, you only live once, that's the motto, nigga, YOLO, and we bought it every day, every day, every day. 
Damn. Damn. Back when YOLO was a cool thing to say. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember yes. that? Like that song made mm-hmm. YOLO a thing. And, and, and I remember Zach Efron got YOLO tattooed on him. Oh God. Our friend of the and show. Then I was like, it's not cool anymore. <laughs> Jake is such a good rapper. And uh, you know, so whether it's writers or not, he has a great flow. Yeah. That song He I mean, has a cool voice right from the start. Yeah, yeah. He's a very cool voice. Yeah, and he, like, sings in rap, so it's, like... And also, like, what I realized, too, is, like, Drake got a lot of shit because people were, like, he's Canadian, he's soft, whatever, and then someone nowadays, like Jack Harlow, who's just, like, the white version, the white American version of him, gets no shit, and it's fucking unfair because it's, like, Drake had to deal with all of that shit and had to, like, change his reputation in order to, like, get rid of that, and Jack Harlow comes on the scene and has none of that. Yeah. I've never heard a Jack Carlos song. I, I have we not talked about him on the show ever? For some reason, I thought we had. Um, oh, <laughs> uh, really fast. I just I wanted to. I was Tommy. Do you remember that? Like shortly after we moved here, a store opened up near our old apartment yes. called yeah, yeah. <laughs> called Hotline Bling. It was like a cell phone no. repair store. Yeah, cell phone. Uh, I was I was just curious if it's still open and it is not. <laughs> I think about that place all the time because I remember walking by and I was like, "How the fuck is there a store called Hotline Bling? Like, how is how long sighted is this?" <laughs> I feel like that's the kind of place where it closed in like 2017. But if you ask them, they're like, "Yeah, COVID really fucked." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the reviews for it on Google, and uh, the somebody named uh, Rachel uh, gave them a one star review and says this place used to call me on my cell phone. <laughs> it's like it's this so is a funny. business. Like, like it's a good bit. Somebody's but livelihood. Like, give them five stars if they're going to do it. Yes, a bit. <laughs> yeah. Don't give them a one star for that. <laughs> That's so funny. That's insane. That girl gave them a one star for that? Yes. This place, oh, my they, God. This place used to call me on my cell phone all for a bit. Maybe that's his ex-girlfriend or something. Could be. <laughs> uh, we got one song left. And this is Hold On, We're Going Home. Oh. I know exactly who you could be. Just hold on, we're going home. Just hold on, I'm going home. It's hard to do these things alone. Just hold on. Am I playing the wrong version? No, it's right. I got my eyes on you. You're everything that I see. I want your high love and emotion. And lovely, I can't get over you. You left your mark on me, I want your high love and emotion And lastly, cause you're a good girl and you know it You act so different around me Cause you're a good girl and you know it I know exactly who you could be So just hold on Hell yeah. That sounds like a weekend also, song. Yeah, because the the guys that did the song with him, Majid Jordan, they're also from Toronto. And uh, they're incredible. And they're Middle Eastern, so I love them so much. But yeah, they work with Drake on some of his songs. And like they're on the same level, label as him. And yeah, yeah, they're the best. Damn, the weekend's from Toronto, too. Everyone's from fucking Toronto these days. Damn. But the weekend doesn't rep Toronto. That's mm. the difference. You know, like that's the hard part of like... You know, like I want to like be like I love the weekend, but he doesn't rap Toronto at all, and it's like it's so easy to do that. It's so easy to be like this is where I'm from, and these are the people that I grew up with. But he doesn't do that. Damn, why does he not do that? You fool, the weekend. Instead, I he's think on it's Bella Hadid's fault. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> shit. Um, I found a wild fact about uh, Drake, which is that he had a song on the Billboard charts non-stop for eight years straight i don't know if it's still if the record's stuck but like since 2013 he had had a, a track on the charts consistently like it's it's wow. unheard of it's it's yeah. wild uh and yeah i don't yeah. know if that stood it 
like I could see it standing though. It's it's fucking crazy. Um, he also like supports so many people. Like his whole crew he supports and he like employs and he like helps them out if they need it. Like he isn't like just like sitting with his own money. Like he helps his family and his crew, which I respect a lot. Very cool. Um we have reached the next segment in this show, I believe. Unless Tommy, am I, are we missing anything here? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, let's let's go, to the, let's go to the Peanut Gallery, which is the people who listen to this show. They have an opportunity to chime in on the person we are talking about. And uh, first off, as always, we go to the Patreon subscribers. And uh, even though I posted this uh, kind of later, uh, people still jumped on board to talk about Drake. Uh, if you want on the Patreon, three dollars a week get you bonus episodes every, or three dollars a month. I'm sorry, it's it's a quarter of the price I just said. Uh, three dollars, <laughs> the price is dropping every second. Um, it gets you bonus episodes. I just put up the uh the Battle of the Bands uh that we did yeah. at Union Hall, which Lily was just on defending Mumford and Sons. It was a great <laughs> night. Uh, with Todd Barry. It's crazy it's that these fun. are my two bands. Is Mumford and Sons? <laughs> couldn't be more. Of <laughs> Uh, so first off, we have Timothy Hooper, who says that I wrote this in the Facebook, but I'm a patron, damn it, and my voice will be heard. LOL, never got the hype. I have genuinely sat down and tried to get it. It all just feels shallow and fake to me, and it's one of very few artists I just all out avoid at this point. Maybe this episode will open my third eye to Drake, but at this point in time, it's going to be a no from me, dog. Damn. Uh, James. Yeah, but also, like, how can you not listen to Drake? You know, like, you go into a bar and it's yeah. playing. So yeah. it's like, I'm sure that there is a Drake song that you're like, I like this. I'm curious. Like, it's just impossible at this point because it's like saying there's no Beyonce song that you're into. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is where when Jared was confused uh, as to whether or not it was an appreciation episode or not. I think that this is worthy of a defense episode because so many people do hate Drake. People hate him. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Next one is uh, James Buntrock says, uh, love Drake's early R&B type stuff. Marvin's Room still gets a lot of play from me. I find his rapping a bit corny, but you can't knock his amount of hits and popularity. The man is a star and quite talented. Nick Clerkin says he's unbelievable at creating slash spreading catchphrases that become a part of the language, uh, i.e. YOLO and 0 to 100 and the 6, uh, a true talent at going viral. Did he create the yeah. 6? I think so, yeah. Damn. Damn. Right. Because our, our uh, area codes are 416 and 647. Mm. Ah, nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, Cuck Norris says, <laughs> uh, the Toronto Raptors lead cheerleader. I care little for his music. All right. Oh, we didn't even talk about the Raptors. That's true. Yeah, that was yeah. such a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Were you, are you no, a Raptors but, fan, Lily? Yeah. I will rep the Raptors. I just remember going to Raptors games as a kid and just being like, it's so nice that they let us, you know, be included in the end. <laughs> like, I never thought we could win. Yeah. I was just like, it's so nice that we're included. And then when we won in 2019, like, I cried. Like, it was like Toronto was like, like, people would be far from downtown and open their window and hear cheering. Like, it was yeah. nuts. That arena is awesome. I've, I've maybe told this story on the show before, but I got to see it uh, because of that week, the, the two weeks I was in Toronto, I tried to see everything. I went to the Maple Leafs. And I went to the uh, Blue Jays, and then I uh, tried to go to a Raptors game, but it was the last game of the regular season. And I was trying to scalp tickets, and the guy who I this guy approached was like, "It's a you know two hundred dollars or something like that." And I was like, "That is insane! I'm not spending two hundred dollars to get like regular tickets." And he was he was like, "What do you have?" And I was like. I don't know, like forty dollars, and he was like, "Those players are professional athletes in there." And I was like, "You're a scalper! Like, what are you talking?" About? He thought that I was. He felt that I was disrespecting the players, but uh, that that uh, that place is amazing though because they have that giant screen that's outside uh, in Jurassic Park that you can you can watch from outside, and it's it's yeah. it was very cool to see that packed up. Uh, you know during that finals and during that playoff run. But uh, yeah, very cool, very cool place. Damn. I never knew this before, but the, during the 2019 Eastern conference finals, when it was like 
Drake like got in trouble for stepping out of the court. It was that series. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I guess at the next game, the the daughter of the Bucks owner showed up wearing a Pusha T shirt. Oh my god. I did not know that. That's incredible. <laughs> what a move. That That's is incredible. So yeah, a lot of people. I saw a lot of people bitching about Drake during that playoff run, and ca- he got called a bandwagon fan and all all kinds of bullshit. Uh, and you know, if he's if he's from there, he's from there. He gets to like be excited about the team. I found him to be fun, yeah. and also him just being at the game. They don't have to show him that. That was yeah, yeah. That was on the. But yeah, again, the he's like the king of Toronto, so he thinks he can step on the court. He thinks he can do stuff. Yeah, that he can't do. And he he tried it's to like get in their Kevin locker Hart room. Grabbed, um, you remember when the uh, Eagles won the Super Bowl? Yes. Kevin Hart tried to touch the trophy. It's yeah. like that level. Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's yeah. He tried to get in the locker room too. He's uh, you know, maybe he oversteps his bounds a little bit, but you know, he's a bigger star than a lot of people who are on that Toronto Raptors team. So I get, I yeah. get how he could think that uh, he's welcome to do that. You know. But good for him. Um, he seemed he added a, a level of joy to that, and it was uh, it was cool. And I was happy that they won that. It was it was a very cool championship. All right, uh, Randy Ramos says uh, starting out as the guy from Degrassi, my initial feeling was fuck, he's going to be awful. Most of his music is average, but you have to give it to him. He puts out a banger or two every few years. Still hard to believe he will go down as an all timer in record sales slash downloads slash streams. Um, Alex Schubert says, I'm actually the other way around for some reason. I like his rapping, but I find his singing to be corny at times. All right, Schubert. I feel like that's the big- biggest criticism from people is they're just like, he's corny. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I just like, I think there's a fine line between like corny and genuine. And like, you can't, like, it's hard to be like, oh, you're being corny. It's like, well, if he, if that's how he feels, that's how he feels. Or like, if that's what he wants to say, that's what he wants to say. So, right. Um, Schubert also says great rapper and extremely okay singer who knows uh, precisely how to make his singing work with his music best I ever had was the first Drake song I really liked and is nostalgic for me both and look alive were incredibly underrated and on Scorpion nice for what was better than God's plan I agree Um, agree Schubert again (laughs) says nice for what and look alive are absolute bangers who had way too much short of runs at the top hey Schubes Let's put it all in one message, brothers. <laughs> I love you. Start paying nine dollars a month. You keep it up. <laughs> love you, Shubes. Uh, if you guys don't know Alex Schubert, he's a comedian in Cincinnati. He's very funny. Um, I think he's in Chicago this uh, very second. So if you're there and you see him, say hello. Um, now, uh, did we get any on Twitter? Did we post on the Twitter? There was just one. Uh, Mari Offman said that Lizzo just name checked him in rumors, so he should Ooh. be feeling good about himself. Um and the line I looked up I haven't heard this song yet it's the new Lizzo song where she says uh, last year I thought I would lose it reading shit on the internet my smoothie cleanse and my diet no I ain't fuck Drake yet parentheses ha <laughs> 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 and I think it's a Faye Webster laugh but that's for the Patreon <laughs> um, uh Taryn Bradley on the Facebook says, Am I the only one who doesn't get the hype? And Timothy Hooper right below her says, Never got the hype. <laughs> I have genuinely <laughs> sat down and tried to get it. It all just feels shallow and fake to me. Oh, this is what yeah, this is from the Patreon too. Uh thanks, Timothy. Uh Brett Arnold says he has uh he has or had a mansion in Woodland Hills near my cousin's place. Hope this helps. <laughs> thanks, Brett. Well, now he has a mansion on the bridal path, which is the most expensive street to live on in tr- in all of Canada. Damn. He's living large. Uh, Dan Mendenhall says, what's the point of having ghostwriters if they can't even come up with good lyrics? Damn. And then, and then Timothy Hooper r- responded, uh, as Tom Takar says, God is ass. <laughs> Just uh, true. I, w- I would have said that. Mitchell Potts says, Pusha T's diss of Drake is my favorite thing Drake has been involved in. God damn, Mitchell. Damn. Talk that talk, Mitchell. Um, Let's see. Pete Liddell says, I think he has a deeper catalog than Kanye at this point. Interesting. I don't know about all that. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Nate Fritzen says, top five Jewish rapper. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Modest Yahoo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think there was one more I wanted to read here, which is uh, the uh, this is a uh, Aaron Klinger says uh, 
Drake is very similar to Taylor Swift because through their careers, they're culture vultures. Every new album they see, a sound or style that has been blowing up and figure out how to co-opt and insert themselves into that scene. What do y'all think about that? I I think think that's true. I think he's ignoring almost every Taylor Swift record. Get him! He's thinking thinking about 1989 and Reputation and ignoring literally the rest of the catalog, which is not doing that. Get him, Tommy! I was Wait, sorry, Aaron. I fed you to I the dogs. It. I'm a Swifty. <laughs> You're a Swifty. I'm not a Swifty, but I did like 1989 the best. It's a great album. But what? Yeah, what is fucking fearless co-opting? Oh, <laughs> Bullshit. Well, I think I think it, it is interesting that she was like a country singer, right? Mm-hmm. And had a, this fake accent that went away very quickly as soon as she decided to become a pop singer, and like now she's going back into. It's just like. Yeah, well, you have a son. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But I think it's also like the Miley Cyrus thing where it's like when you... (laughs) When you're like a famous celebrity, in order to stay relevant, you have to get on the trends. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's move on because Tommy is pissed. We have reached the final uh, the final segment here, which is where we rate the playlist out of six because you gave us six songs. But before we do that, Lily Michelle, you get the floor to to give us your final thoughts on Drake. Take it away. Okay, my thoughts on Drake is to stop judging him so harshly. It seems that as if you know Drake is under like a microscope in a comparison to other rappers. Like Kanye tried to run for president and people are like still like Kanye is the best and genius, most creative person out there. It's like it's kind of corny that he tried to run for president, but yet you never hear that criticism. I think, you know, the fact that someone is from Canada always makes them less than in, you know, the American pop culture eyes. So I would say, you know, if you go to Toronto and you see how, you know, we're, we're just like you guys. So <laughs> give us a chance. Um, and he's done a lot for his community. He's done a lot for the people close to him. And that's something that I'll always respect. And there's never going to be a night where I don't listen to Drake to hype me up. And if it comes on in a bar, I'm going to dance. And most of the bar is going to get excited. And I think, you know, the fact that you can play one of his songs from 2009 and it still hits at the club shows his power in the music industry and how, you know, talented he really is. Hell yeah. Uh, well put. H-Y-F-R. I, yes. I do want to say people were mad at Kanye. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just have to point out, people are not happy I that do, Kanye I did do, all the things like, he did. I think they were mad at him, but now that he's putting out a new album, they're like, well, all is forgiven. Let's just hear the new album. <laughs> True. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, I do want to hear this fucking album, by the yeah, way. Yeah, what the fuck? We did. Taken forever. I mean, wait, no. Apparently. We've heard the album. Remember, oh, yeah. Tommy, we did our yeah. review of the album on the Patreon, which you can listen to for $3 a month. Um, but it's, uh, we gave but a did you guys review. hear the rumor that Drake and Kanye are going to release their albums on the same day? I did Whoa. not hear that. Did not hear that. Yeah. Um, pick a side. Uh, all right. Well, that that brings it that brings us to our reviews. I, I think I have one locked and loaded here. I'll just I'll just pop it out. Uh, you picked bangers. This is a great playlist. We rated out of six, and I, you know, it's I'm going five point five out of six. I I love the I love the songs. Uh, they're they're great, and uh, just I, I fun pump up to to my COVID week. And uh, you know what? I'm cured. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, Tommy, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, nice for what all time banger. I always get so excited when I hear that at a bar. The motto, same thing, best I ever had is a classic. Reminds me of my youth <laughs> being 20. <laughs> uh, started from the bottom, also bang. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, five out of six, taking one point off for the allegations. No, oh, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, maybe I should have done that. I think it's a half a point. But no, um, no just kidding. I, I should have gone zero out of six. Oh, but Lily, you also get to rate this playlist out of six. What do you got? I'm rating it a 10 out of six. <laughs> for the allegations. <laughs> uh, this, is, this was so much fun, Lily. Is there anything you'd like to promote on the way out? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Lils Michelle. Hell yeah. Thanks so much for doing it. 
Uh, Tommy, what do you got? Thank you for having me. Of course. Oh, so yeah, this Friday, me and Luke uh, Monos have our show at 10 p.m. at Union Hall. So that will be a lot of fun. We got uh, Joel Johnson, Julia Shiplett, and uh, the boys from Please Don't Destroy. It's gonna Hell be yeah, show. that's oh, killer. Hi. And then uh, Good God is on Sunday. Uh, that is the 22nd at uh, in Bushwick at the Sultan Room. Todd Berry, uh, Christina Hutchinson, and uh, I can't remember. I think Napoleon Emil is on that one. It's going to be a hot show, so get out there. Uh, and, hey, thanks again, Lily Michelle. We'll see you guys next week. Get on the Patreon. Keep it crispy. Bye.